Welcome to episode 22 of the MindHub podcast with Dee and Cody. We are here. Uh, we are tired, but we're here, so don't mind our prep brains. We are <laughs> less than one week out now. We are about six days, maybe even almost five days out, but we are excited. Uh, today's topic, we're going to talk about mindset and motivation and give you guys updates on how we're feeling about the show. Yes, indeed. And the next podcast we do, we might actually be recording together in person. So that is super exciting. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what we're going to talk about in person. <laughs> well, nothing has changed much from comparison to today. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. That is 100% true. That is us almost all the time. We were supposed to have a guest on this podcast um, but it just didn't work out for whatever reason. But you guys have us again. So, you know. Surprise. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> we know um, you love us anyway. Right. To they're like, nah, now nah, we're gone. Bye. Um, yeah. So, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. Um, I was very tired on Friday. I went to bed at like 9 o'clock. I didn't wake up until like 7.30 the next day. So I got almost like 10, 11 hours of sleep. Uh, my body definitely needed it. Um, I'm just ready. I'm going to try to live as much in the moment as possible. When we're in Texas, you know, this week, I really just want to focus on living in the moment because I don't know if I'll ever do a show again. And I just want to be able to look back and experience this and just, you know, like how I feel now and how I feel on Saturday and Sunday. Like I want to be like in the moment because I think it's really important um, and like meeting you and meeting everyone else who I'm excited to meet. Like, I just want to make sure that I'm present, um, and that I enjoy it all and take it all in and just be there. For sure. I think that's probably like the best way to go at it. And it's, it's, it's hard to stay present, especially, um, you know, this is something that we've been looking forward to for so long. So it's like, wait, the present, what is that? Uh, but also it's just a lot of anxiety and, and excitement and mm -hmm. yeah, I, I think that's a big reason why I want to make sure to, to be like videoing as much as I can. Me too. So I, yeah. Like, look back and, you know, ha even experience it again from a more calm perspective because uh -huh. sometimes you just forget, like your head is so all over the place that you're like, whoa, I don't even remember that, or I was just in a completely different headspace. And so, yeah, documentation, I'm going to be trying as much as possible. I got my friend Calvin that's going to be helping me out. And then, uh, yeah, Des and stuff will be there, but Calvin's my main <laughs> camera dude. <laughs> I know. My friend Caitlin is not doesn't really know how to take a picture very well, so... <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we'll see uh maybe i'll have to see what footage you get and maybe take some of that but you know i'm not too yeah. worried um i know i'll get some um and you know i could always teach her <laughs> exactly so um but you'll be there too so if i need you to film something or whatever we'll figure it out i'm not too worried yeah, there's multiple people that are capable, so we'll get it done. <laughs> are you yeah. going to uh, vlog it all, or are you just going to kind of, like, take it as is and see how it goes? No, I want to vlog, like, everything, like, me getting, like, me go like me going to the airport, me, like, in the airport. Like, I want to vlog it all. 
I want to try like the day of, though not to be, or like like Friday night, Saturday. I I think I'm gonna not be on my phone as much, um, but I do like it's easy to just set the camera up and like leave it, or you know get a couple shots here or there. Um, I know when I first roll up to Alpha Elite Gym, I'm gonna want to vlog and you know my first like time walking in and things like that because I'm really excited to work out there. Um, and like when I meet like you and a couple other people, and I'm just excited. But yeah, I definitely do want to vlog. I want to make a couple vlogs out of it just so that I can have it, whether I share it with anyone or not. Yeah. No, that's do you good, plan yeah. on vlogging? I do. I also want to try to vlog as much as I can and kind of just take the camera along with me, um, even if I don't end up using some of it, you know? Yeah. Like, um, it does tend to stress me out a little bit more, but I'm trying to just like, especially with flying, because the the travel aspect is always what gets me. But I think that since I'm not flying alone, I mm -hmm. feel like I'll have a better mindset and I could just follow Des and just be like, all right, where are we going? I'm not even paying attention. I'm just following <laughs> you. <laughs> yeah. um, I think that'll be like the biggest difference. And I do want to just document it as much as possible. And, you know, the more the merrier. Of so that's a big yes for sure yeah me too uh and i know like us getting tanned and like i already shaved and it's already growing back <laughs> and i <laughs> shaved yesterday so uh you know it'll be it'll be a fun time like friday night like when we're getting ready and like the finishing touches and or before we get tanned um i think i think it'll just be a good time and i'm just excited to be there <laughs> already <laughs> sure and i was thinking about oh yeah i still have to shave my body completely <laughs> as like a rough draft <laughs> i did a... i did a rough draft and i cut myself so many times and i use an electric razor and i was like <laughs> my partner I, I text him i'm like you're gonna have to like do this again like i cut myself and she's like no problem and i'm like good because i like I have cuts all over and I'm like, oh no, like, cause I have loose skin and I didn't realize how sensitive it is. And like, I just nicked it and it's like bleeding and I'm like, oh great. Ouch. Like I didn't realize how much loose skin I have until I was doing that. Like lately, because I, even though the scale is not going down, I'm still leaning out. Like you said, cause you were right. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh-huh. Say, say that again. Say that again. You I, my loose skin is more present now and I'm getting leaner and I'm getting a little bit tighter so I can definitely feel a difference and see a difference way more especially being shaved I feel way leaner I don't know why but like you can see my chest veins and like um, I just feel better uh, which is weird because I thought I would be dysphoric when I shaved for the first time since I started tea but I didn't it feels nice so I'm interested to see what we both will look like tan. I've never been tan before, so this will be a mess, or it'll be great. <laughs> I've been tan before, but it was uh, a definite just horrible tan job because we had to self-tan because the last uh, competition that I did, they didn't have tanning. You had to bring your own stuff and do it yourself. So that was weird and a shit show. Uh, me and a friend kind of like tanned each other, but it just was not... It, didn't, it looked pretty bad. <laughs> um, but so it'll be interesting to get it professionally done and, and see the difference and, yeah. you know, also the awkwardness of basically being naked. But uh, I am not being naked. I'm wearing my boxers. Nope. Yeah, you could do that. It's uh, I think I, I'm going to go the sock route or um, 
Well, you you were in board shorts. You they said you don't have to wear. You only have to wear anything where like your board shorts like end like. True, yeah. So I might either do like some some tighties or a a sock of some sort to because it just looks weird. Like because if they depends how your board shorts fall because you might have like a tan line. Yeah. Um, so we'll see, but uh, it depends how confident I'm feeling. <laughs> Are you feeling I, any better about being confident? Like, you're posing as, like, improving so much. Yeah, I'm definitely feeling better, and I'm just feeling more ready to to do it and just, like, present the work that I've been putting in these past uh, months, weeks, whatever. And I had this weird aha moment where <laughs> I was just, like, stepping on stage and posing, Honestly, I've posed for more people on the internet than I will be posing for <laughs> in the stadium. <laughs> it's like, this is shit I've already done. This is like Instagram live. So <laughs> what the fuck am I so afraid of, you know? So That's so true. It, it's like, this isn't new. What the, what the hell are you so afraid of? So... Yeah, it's uh it, that has definitely been a helpful little mindset mindset shift, and it's almost like the difference between <laughs> it's like live TV versus like stream TV. You know, it's the same thing. Just do it. And the only difference is that you have to like look into the eyes of your audience. Where the internet, you just post it, and you're like, bye. <laughs> like you don't know who's looking, but yeah. um, you know, not it's less different than my mind wants to think. So that's where I'm just. I'm going with that. <laughs> I think I feel the same way too. Like I was doing my poses this weekend because I tried on my board shorts, which honestly are big on me and they were tight three weeks ago. So we'll see about that. But I, I like I thought I was going to go with certain poses, but I think I'm going to go with different ones um, and just, you know, practicing. Um, and we can all we can practice in front of everyone who's staying at our Airbnb too. But like yeah. it's going to be streamed. Like, we've already showed half of our naked bodies on the internet or our full <laughs> naked bodies on the internet, depending on which one of us you're talking about. Like, <laughs> why are we so scared to go up in front of, like, I don't know how many people are going to be there, but, you know. Exactly. exactly. So, just, like, got to just remember, you know, this this thing new. So, I mean, it's a little scarier because it's in person and all that, but same thing. Same thing, just different scenery. <laughs> I still haven't shaved. I need to do that as my uh, rough draft version. And then for me, the hardest part is probably going to be my legs because that's a mess. I got Yo, some hairy ass legs. Me too. I, I and you know what? They feel so soft now. I forgot because <laughs> I haven't shaved my legs since I started tea. So I'm like, oh, this is nice. I'm not gonna do it forever, but like I'm like, oh. <laughs> like I forgot I had birthmarks in some places, and I'm like, where did this come? Like I like come from? I forgot all about it. So like, <laughs> it's 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 so it's so interesting looking at it now compared to like when we're we were supposed to shave in quotation yeah. right. Like but I'm hairy all over. <laughs> uh, yeah, luckily I don't have a lot of back hair yet, so I don't have to, like, you know, worry about having someone shave my back or more, and I already get, like,
hopefully that won't occur until after the competition. <laughs> yeah, I know. Me too. I get them all over as well. Oh, gotta love that. But, yeah. And then there's, of course, I was just talking to you about this, where there's a competition the week after the 17th in Sacramento that my coach is uh, trying to, like, convince me to do or thinks I should do. And I'm just, it's like, I want to, but then I wonder... Will I go insane? Like, can I, can I? <laughs> so that'll be another deciding thing that I get to think about this week. But uh, I don't know if I'm that, that hardcore, but I do know uh, that this competition is just kind of like the starts of more in my future. So at least there's that, like, even if I don't do it a week later, I'll be uh, looking forward to really building this, this off season coming back next whenever spring summer whenever the next one is so yeah yeah and I've been also thinking about like my mindset speaking of mindset um about like how how I want to go about like the next phase um because I want to get stronger I want to get maybe a little bit leaner more toned um and I don't want to mess up all my progress, so I have that in the back of my mind, you know, when I can have treat meals and, you know, after the show, having whatever I want. But, like, I know in the back of my mind that I'm not going to let the mindset that I had before the show, like, before I started prep, like, come back. Um, so definitely being aware of that I think will help. And, yeah, just thinking about next steps, too, because it's, like, w- the next time we talk to you all will be right probably right before the show or right after whenever we decide to actually film one in person. Um, yeah. So it'll be very different for the both of us because mm-hmm. our life has been this since, for me, since January. So Yeah, yeah it, there's a definite shift too. It's even almost a bit like a, a depression because you have this purpose and this meaning and this end goal and you spend so much of your time and energy working up to this goal and then after it's done there's this drop there's this (laughs) release of the you know anxiety excitement and then you got to think you know what's my what's my next what am i where am i going next and it's not necessarily that you have to have a next you don't have to know instantaneously you can you can get there in your own process uh but it's also just keeping in mind that to maintain or just allow yourself to go through those emotions without letting it completely derail you and just knowing that that's normal. So even if you do feel down and you're kind of like feeling unmotivated and because right now, even when you don't feel motivated, you get a kick in the ass because you know you're going to be standing up on a stage. There won't be that stage to be kicking your ass. So you're going to have to kick your own ass. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Or, or you can kick ass. my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so you basically your motivation is going to have to come even more so from within. But there's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing that's shifted. There's nothing that changed. It's just that outside factor is less. But, yeah, that's the biggest thing. Yeah. I think I think my mindset going in going into the prep was very different. 
than coming out. And I think that's very present in, you know, how much weight I've lost, how different I look, how I present myself with everything. Um, and I think mindset is very important, but it takes a really long time to to get there. Like, I didn't think I could get there. Um, and now I'm here and it's like, what do I do next? But mindset is the hardest thing to change. You can work out, you can, you know, eat what you're supposed to, but if you don't change your mind, like you're not going to have long-term success. Uh, and I wish I knew that when I started, um, because I could have started sooner, but you know, everything happens for a reason. Um, but I think mindset is one of the most important things and don't get discouraged if you if it's not changing like right away it's going to take time and you're not going to realize your mindset is changing like I haven't realized like I'll think of it a little bit here and there um, but sitting down with how I feel towards the show right now like is the first time that I've sat with it and like really like realize that my mindset has changed like a 180 completely um, and it does take time um just be aware of that. Yeah, for sure. Everyone has their own process, but I think a lot of people try to compare their starting point to someone's like almost or not their end point, but you can't really compare where you're at with someone else. Cause you don't know where that person started. You don't know where their mindset is now or where it was two years ago. So mm -hmm. your starting point could be where they first started like way back, but everyone's different. Everyone has their own process and everyone comes to mindset changes on their own terms. And everyone takes action at different paces as well mm -hmm. because you can be contemplating, contemplating, maybe even have some attempts, maybe mm -hmm. think you're more ready than you are, maybe not. But you have 100% full permission to try and then come back if it's not yep. quite right. Yep. There's never a, an end game. There's never a, oh, I tried, I failed, I'm never trying this again. You can't fail. You can't fail at, 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 like, you can't fail at your weight loss journey, fitness. Like, you can't fail as long as you get up and you try and try and try and you will get there. Mm -hmm. um, and if you don't get there, it just means you weren't ready yet and that is okay. Like, yeah. you know how many times I started? Um, I lost about 70 pounds in 2013. Um, no, like 2011. And then I gained it all back because I wasn't doing it for myself. I was doing it for someone else. So mm. this isn't my first rodeo. Hopefully it's, it's, it's my last one, but <laughs> you know, yeah. we'll see about that. Uh, yeah. But you know, I forgot where I was going with that. Prep brain. <laughs> Sorry guys. <laughs> no, totally. It happens too, because I think one of the biggest tests is with any fitness journey that you start, any diet that you start, there's going to be a honeymoon phase. Usually it's about the two-week yeah. period. There's this excitement. You know, you have this hope. You have this belief that this is going to be the, the kicker. This is going to be what you've been needing this whole time. And then you hit that two-week mark. Many times, for most people, even if this is the right path for you, that motivation is going to start to dip. Mm -hmm. This is where it's going to test you. It's going to test how much you want it. And it's going to test to see, like, if you want this for yourself or if it was an outside factor that was contributing to you trying to make these changes. Because if it's not for yourself and if you don't truly want it, it's going to be way, way harder to get yourself to push through the times of low motivation. It's mm -hmm. going to be way harder to discipline yourself, to stick to things and do shit even when you don't want to. 
because literally the secret to anything is that there's going to be times where you don't want to do things, but you have to do it. And just because when it comes to fitness and nutrition, you are your own, your own boss. It is, you are your own responsibility and there's no one hanging over your, your shoulder telling you to clock in, clock out, get to work, or there's no consequences besides, you know, your consequences are, you're the only one that's dealing with them. So if you don't care to a certain extent, if it's not for you, those consequences aren't going to be consequential enough for you to keep going mm -hmm. quite yet. Doesn't mean they never will be, but it's just part of the process and not being ready is okay. Like it's okay if you're not, but if you are and it gets hard, that's normal. Mm -hmm. It's okay. You can push, you can push, you can do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like I, I, I know we've discussed before that we, we both have had clients that, you know, will sign up with us and then a week or two weeks later, we'll just ghost us and then, we will never hear from them again, or we will. Um, but I know that that's happened to me, and a lot of my clients will sign up. They'll be really excited. And then, like you said, like around the two-week or three-week mark, they just lose all motivation, and then they don't ask. They, they don't reach out and ask for help, and, you know, that's where it goes downhill, and, and that's fine. Like, you weren't ready, or if you were ready, you're scared, and fear is definitely – a, a thing because I know when I started I was scared I was scared of, about succeeding I was scared about what people will think when I lost weight I was scared about what my partner would think I was scared about what my family would think I was scared about everything um, and I tried not to let that get to me but sometimes like it did and I would eat something I wasn't supposed to or I wouldn't work out um, but you know when you really really want it and nothing will stop you, you can do it. Because you are in control. You are the one that is in control. You are the one holding the strings to yourself. Like you can do it. And I think that's a lot of, that's something that people don't realize is that they are, they are in control of their life. They are in control of themselves. If they don't like a situation, for the most part, they can try to get out of it depending on certain things, or they can try to look at their circumstances differently and try to think of an outlook and, and things like that um yeah yeah no totally and I think that there's this this scary aspect of telling people you know you are in control of this because there is also a pretty big movement saying like no you aren't and I uh, there are some things of course that we are not in control of there are some Correct. you know unfortunate things but there is also a lot that we are in control of. So bad news is that uh, it is <laughs> bad news. You're in control. Good news. You're in control. It's like knowing that you are responsible and you are in control is just as empowering because that does mean that there's hope that you can change it. So it sucks in the moment when you're not ready someone telling you that you're in control or that you're responsible for the change that you want to make in your life, it sounds horrible. And you probably will just put up two middle fingers and walk in the other direction. But that's just because mm -hmm. you're in a different place. But at some point in your life, someone telling you those exact same words are going to be the words that are going to empower you to change. Yep. So it's all about where you're at. It's not this, uh, it, you know, this person will never be ready just because they walked away from me with two middle fingers in the air. It's just, you know, 
got to give them time. Maybe they'll come around. Maybe they won't. Whatever. But it's not a bad thing that you are in control. Just say it. <laughs> no. No, not at all. And you might not realize that you are in control. It took me a while to, like, figure out my emotions and to figure out why I was as big as I was um, and to figure out, like, why I binge ate and, you know, things like that. And and it takes a long time. That's why me and Cody always say, get a therapist, like, mm-hmm. talk to someone, um, find a support system. That's very important because if you don't have a support system, you don't really have, like, anyone to fall back on. You don't have anyone to talk to. You don't have anyone to, like, you know, like, help you when you need it. Yeah. Um so I feel like a support system is is very important, whether it whether it be online, whether it be in person, whether it be family, whether it be a partner, you can find pretty much a support system anywhere nowadays. Yeah, for sure. Whether it be a coach, hey, but hey, yeah, hey, I mean... <laughs> we're not selling our programs to you or anything. <laughs> but we can't. No, I'm just kidding. Um, so yeah, support is huge, and yeah, I think that when it comes to roadblocks and mindfulness and stuff like that, your biggest tool is going to be awareness of why the things you do, why you do the things you do. And I think that even if you change absolutely nothing about food or fitness and stuff like that, if you start working on your mental health, even if it's just by journaling, say step one, Start journaling every day or start journaling when you feel the urge to binge. Give yourself a good like 10 minutes just to sit down, journal out what you're feeling. What what do you really need? Are you lonely? Are you sad? Are you anxious? When you start being able to pause for a second, you can start to identify the reasons behind why you're getting the urge. Number one. Number two, giving yourself a little bit of time before you give in to that urge. It, it, also could stop you from actually going forward with it. You just tell yourself, okay, I'm gonna give myself 10 minutes. I'm gonna write down what I'm feeling right now. And if in those 10 minutes, I still feel like binging, I'm gonna fucking binge and I'm gonna go all out. (laughs) Just give yourself that small window and just see what happens with that. Yeah, that's really, really, really great advice. Um, Just sit with your emotions. Like you said, you can journal or take notes or talk to someone about it. Um, I think a lot of people are scared to reach out for help, even if even if they're one of our clients. Um, I get a lot of messages like after the fact, like after they've binged there or after they thought they did something wrong. And I'm like, next time that happens, like you can message me like I'm there for you. And I think a lot of it is that they are not really aware of what is happening until after it already happens. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it takes a while to get to the point where you are aware mm-hmm. before it happens. Totally. Because, like, even if you kind of get that sense that you're getting it, you're starting to get an urge <laughs> or something like that, it's just sometimes you're closer than you think, and then it just yeah. occurs, and you're like, ah, yep. shit. But uh, I think one of the biggest holdups with when working with clients is they don't know that they're allowed to be vulnerable. So, you know, I think a lot of people think of coaches or whatever as these uh, kind of, like, drill sergeants that are going <laughs> to, like, be mad at them or tell them they fucked up and stuff but it's that's not the case because us helping you depends on your ability to be vulnerable with us with us and tell us what's really going on so we can 
take steps forward and make a game plan and and learn from the situation and uh instead of you know putting you in that cycle of shame because you don't need to feel that shame uh that's not something that's going to come from me i'm not going to shame you for for doing something i mean just unless you lie to me like profusely over <laughs> and over again that's that's on you uh but there's not going to be a need for you to lie to me is basically what i'm no. saying because no. nothing good comes out of shame you end up just getting in that cycle and honestly could probably end up making binging worse mm -hmm. like things happen i always say you're human life happens like this isn't this isn't a race like you have as much time as you need like of course we want you to go in the right direction but things will happen and we just have to learn from those things that happen yeah yep i mean it's like i uh have all the patience for vulnerability and honesty but i will call you out on your excuses because <laughs> sometimes you just you need a little bit of a wake-up yes. call because excuses are they're i don't think they're necessarily intentional i think people kind of subconsciously mm. make make them because they believe them as well so if you're like <laughs> actually so this is how i see it that's true so it, it can sometimes you could give them a little like it opens their eyes a little to be like oh yeah i guess that's true depends though if they if they don't want to see outside the excuse then they'll be like no that's not true so uh that's another mindset factor but <laughs> yeah. uh there's a time and a place for patience and then yes. also for pushing some, for a reality check yeah <laughs> i the the last week, you know, when I was doing two a days, I've, I I got a couple questions that were like, I have I I have a partner, I work, uh, I go to school. How do you have time to work out? And I'm like, well, I make time. Like, I wake up, I go to the gym before my partner's awake, um, and then I go to work, um, and then you know I go after work before she comes home. Um, but in all reality, like if you really want to do something, you will find time to do it. Like, let's say you like to go out to eat and, that, and that's your thing. You will find time to go out to eat. And if you want to go to the gym or work out, you will find time to work out. Um, you just have to really want it. When I first started my weight loss journey, I was in grad school working two part-time jobs. So like 40 plus hours a week. I was in school full-time grad student and I was traveling for both of those jobs an hour and a half away from each one. Um, so I don't know how I did it looking back, but I did it and I went to the gym. I think it was four or five days a week. So I figured it out and there always is time. Um, and if there's not, you have to make time. You have to maybe sacrifice a little bit of sleep or, you know, do it on your lunch break or something like that. I have a few clients that work out on their lunch break, um, and that works for them. So you have to find whatever works for you. Yeah. It's amazing how much how you will like what you will do for something when you really really want it <laughs> there is always a way if you really really want something there is always a way <laughs> and uh <laughs> i'm trying not to say something <laughs> no, say <it>. so <laughs> it's like <laughs> you might have to cut this out um so it's kind of like in the sense of you don't see any like addicts out there being like oh i just don't have enough time or money for you know my meth today 
it's like when you want something you will fucking get it like you will find a way so hustle like a meth addict a hundred percent agree <laughs> no but that's that's a great like example like yeah. you just you have to figure it out um yeah. and i think people just they don't want to hear that because when i tell that to them they're like what do you mean i don't have time and then they don't message me back and i'm like well what do you want do you want me to lie to you and tell you oh no no you don't have time like you you can figure out an hour here or there are you on your phone for an hour when you come home from work like are you on your phone when you wake up like i'm sure you can check your i'm on my phone way too much way mm-hmm. way 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 too much but i also work on my phone too um but, you know, you can see how much screen time you have and then you can cut it out and work out, do a 10 to 15 minute like workout somewhere in between. If that's what you want to do or you want to do yoga or you want to journal, like you can make time to do these things. Exactly. It's just all about prioritizing what you really want. And that's some tough love for you. I know it's not something that everyone's ready to hear or wants to hear. And that's okay. Yeah. You will get there. You will, you will get to a place where you are ready to hear it. If you ask me maybe two years ago, uh, if I wanted to hear what uh, some of the things Cody has said to me, I would probably look you in the face and be like, no, I'm not, I'm not going to step on stage. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm not going to go to the gym twice, like, <laughs> uh, like a day, like that's not going to happen. Um, but again, your mindset can change and that's a very powerful thing. For sure. And I think too, a good example. So, my friend Des is no a more great example of no, we won't talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so my friend Des is like a great example of this because we did kind of have some some we worked together a little bit or tried, but she just wasn't in the right place in her life. She's busier now than she was when we first tried to work together. And she's killing it now because she's just literally making time and she's a single mom of two boys, like small boys, like three years old. They're small, you know, and she's working a full time job and she still makes time to hit the gym, meal prep, everything. So even, you know, from her perspective, she's just 100 percent. I just didn't I wasn't there yet. And now I am. And I want this more than anything. Mm -hmm. and, And she's just finding time for it. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's always a way, like you said. Where there's a will, there's a way. There's a way. way. (laughs) How many times did people say that to us when we were younger? We're showing our Oh, my God. Right? And that's when you know, when you... When you try to fight that, when someone you know tells you that, it's like that inner child kicking up and being like, no, it's not fair, but it's so hard. I don't want to yeah. do that. I yep. just want the benefits without the work. It's like, Yes. Yeah. Oh, I, get, I, I get a lot of, they're like, what's your diet? And I'm like, honestly, I'm, I'm just eating 80% clean foods and then 20% of what I want. They're like, yeah. what do you mean? And I'm like, oh, it's, it's exactly what I just said to you. <laughs> <laughs> like people want any like they're like you on diet tea and then someone asked me today if I was on testosterone extra testosterone for working out I do not look like I'm on steroids <laughs> I don't <laughs> and I'm like no that is not what I'm doing yeah that's okay so first of all <laughs> Doing more testosterone or steroids in general is not going to actually 
produce the results you're looking no. for if you do not use it properly. There's a lot of people who do steroids that still look like shit. Uh, so, yeah, that's funny. But, yeah, no, there there is no quick fix. And it really is just going to come down to the hard work. And I find it funny sometimes because sometimes you have those people who come to you and they're like, I... I'm eating healthy, but I'm not losing weight, yes. or I'm tracking my calories, I'm not losing yes. weight. So instead of like really dialing in to see if they're actually doing things accurately, or if they're do, they're even at the right calorie amount for them to be in a deficit, they start going into, do I need to do intermittent fasting? Do I need to oh, extra not cardio past 7 p.m.? Yeah, should I add in an hour of cardio? And so they go to absolutely every other option besides, hey, Let's just take a look to see if you're accurately tracking or if you're in a calorie deficit. Here's how we can do that. And they're just, it's so resistant to the actual thing that's going to progress them forward. And so that's kind of when you know, like, there's a disconnect here. So this is going to be, it's going to be process. <laughs> I, I got a message today, not from a client, from someone on Instagram. They're like, I'm on a plateau. I'm not losing weight. I'm like, do you weigh your food out? No, I don't have a food scale. What benefits do, does that have? And I'm like, he's like, I count calories. I'm like, you can't count calories of something you don't know how much you're eating. Yeah, unless you're just eating straight up packaged food that's like single serving like saltines or something. Correct, which you, <laughs> which you could do because I mean, Obese to Obese did, did do a video on microwaved foods pre like you, uh, you can lose weight like you you could but that was not the situation some of the questions i get i just can't I just yeah can't. yeah we 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 should do a podcast where we like talk about like the craziest things people have asked us <laughs> we should i think that would be fun oh yeah that would be pretty fun it's i've had some some definite like Really? What? Okay, that's weird. Uh, yeah, we should do that sometime for sure. <laughs> but yeah, I think it's overall like the hesitancy to accurately track uh, calories is usually a big one because it mm -hmm. takes a little bit more effort or it's just people aren't ready to see yet. They would rather like blame it on hormones or a slow metabolism and it's like no matter what, like even if your metabolism is, you know, 300 calories slower than mine, it's still going to come down to calories. You just have to eat a little bit less. It's not that you're broken. It's not that it's impossible. It's just different. And you have to eat less than this dude over here versus this dude over here. And it's all individual. But you ain't broken, you know. So that's, that's, that's better news, actually. Because once again, we come around to saying you are in control still. So, yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you want to tell the people? Uh, that uh, we still love you, even if you're not ready for <laughs> for change, or if you're just getting started and you're listening to this because you just have a starting interest, mm -hmm. or you're just or if you've start. left us and you want to yes. come back. That is fine. We don't <laughs> grudges or anything. No. Or if you're just starting to become aware of things and that's why you're here. Everyone is welcome and everyone's in their own steps in their journey. And uh, 
there's never any like there's never any hard feelings for trying like even if someone does come to to me or you and they end up not being able to handle it in the moment it's uh we would prefer you to try and mm-hmm. um you don't have to coast us either like you can tell us um, yeah you can tell us if you don't want to do it anymore it's perfectly fine we yeah will always be there if you want to come back exactly so no harm in trying you can try as many times as you want there is no limit to how many times you can try so even if tomorrow you're not even sure you're ready to start something you're like tomorrow's monday you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna try to to eat out less i'm gonna try jacking my calories for a few days next week no harm in that you know every little thing uh counts. starts moving you forward yep yep, yep. so yeah yep. So that ends episode 22 of the Mind Hub podcast. Um, and next week we will be recording together in the same room. Yes. Crazy. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. We don't know what we're going to talk about, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys. As... <laughs> what? I said, as usual. <laughs> if you guys want to leave us a review on apple podcast that that would be great that is how we get our podcast out there um and you can find us on instagram at mindhub podcast uh you can dm us you can comment on whenever we post you can message us do whatever so we will see you guys next week bye